Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Okay, today I want to talk about something that seems a little weird, but go with me on this. Okay, so uh, the title of this episode is Last Rites Every Day. Okay, so I do not come from a Catholic background. I actually come from a Baptist background as far as, you know, religion goes. Uh, and I've kind of married into Lutheranism. Uh, but there's a lot of things that I've learned in the church over the years. But this particular um, idea of this lesson actually comes from one of the books that Caroline Meese, M-Y-S-S, wrote, Anatomy of the Spirit. So if you're interested, I would highly recommend that one. Uh, she does a great job of explaining the um, seven chakra energy system with the seven sacraments of the church, with the seven levels of the Jewish uh, tree of life. Love it. There's lots and lots and lots of growth there. But one of the things that she talks about these, these um, you know, rites uh, or sacraments in the church, uh, one of them is extreme unction. So what does extreme unction mean? So this is really um, the, the sacrament of last rites. So the essence of this, uh, as it's really teached in the church right now, is that when you're, you know you're dying, you want to kind of take care of unfinished business, you know, release any regrets that you might have, do forgiveness work, um, kind of come to a place of acceptance with the choices that you've made, um, you know, to, to get ready to have a good ending, right? And it's very interesting because as soon as I read that, I was, I was taken back to, um, the story of Jesus on the cross and, and how he finished his life. Now you don't have to be a Christian. You don't have to be somebody who reads the Bible or not, but this is a great example. So I want to flush this out a little bit and talk about how this relates to us. So when Jesus was on the cross, he did three things. The first thing he did was he kind of went through this exchange. His mom was there and his best friend was there. So Mary and John, and he basically said, you know, mom, you know, John is your son now. John, Mary is your mom now. He gave them to each other. He, he took care of them. He, he really um, kind of released his attachment to them, but he realized that he could give them permission to have a relationship with with each other. And they, they actually did. It was, it was a beautiful relationship. If you do any investigation later on into their relationship. Uh, but it was that moment where he was serving other people, but also releasing him, them from him. Okay. Kind of cutting ties, if you will, in a, in a very respectful, honoring way for everybody involved. Now, the second thing he did was he kind of looked around at everybody who was killing him and he said, you know, father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And he recognized that these people were saying things, they were doing things, they were being a certain way. They were coming at it from their own level of awareness that they thought that they had to do this, right? They were compelled to do this thing. And he knew that they didn't really know what they were doing. And so instead of saying, you know, oh my gosh, you guys are, are horrible people. He said, nope, just, just forgive them. They don't get it right now. That takes a huge amount of power, doesn't it? Right. It, I, th I think it takes a huge amount of maturity 
and power to forgive anyone because we come to that place where we say, yeah, they didn't get it. And, and we just release them, right? I know forgiveness work is so important, um, but please don't wait till the end of your life to forgive, okay? And then the last thing he said was, um, it is finished, uh, into your hands I commit my spirit. So ultimately he made the choice to be done. He said, yep, everything I needed to do here, I, I'm completely done with, and I choose to go. And he knew where he was going, okay? So he surrendered and said, I'm done. So there were the three things, release, forgiveness, and surrender. Okay. So those are the three parts of this idea of last rites or extreme unction. Now, that means you do those three things, you have a really good ending to your life, right? Awesome. But what if we applied those three things and had it be a regular part of our everyday life? So what does that mean? Well, you know, the, some people, uh, I know uh, several people right now going through transitions, they're kind of at a crossroads at life. They're at the proverbial fork in the road and they're like, what do I do? Um, and they're having a difficult time kind of releasing the former life, letting their previous life die, so to speak. So uh, maybe you're, you're working on a new job right? There's, there's a lot of people I work with that are, are working on new jobs and they're struggling. Or uh, a, a recent client of mine, um, actually just a few weeks ago, lost her mom and she's really struggling with that. Uh, I know a lot of people, especially in the last couple of years, just have, have, there's just been a lot of loss, right? Um, another younger client of mine actually came, actually a referral uh, from my son, uh, and eventually got to this girl and she's really struggling with a breakup with her boyfriend. So think about that. You know, how can we apply these three steps to these situations? So for example, your job, you know, what do you need to release? If you're going to go from one job to another, I know a, a lady who's going from an accounting firm to actually becoming a, a speaker and coach for other accountants. So as she's leaving her job, she's trying to finish well. So not just leaving because she's, you know, fed up and she wants to do something different. So in her transition plan, she's actually going through and saying, how can I, uh, get my coworkers up to speed? How can I help my boss and kind of do the same thing that Jesus did? Give the coworkers to the boss, give the boss to the coworkers and say, here's how you have a really good relationship when I'm gone. She's also identifying different things, um, people really that she needs to forgive that there, there's been some challenging people. Uh, so she's working on that because you take yourself wherever you go. And if you have unforgiveness and bitterness towards anybody in your previous job, you're going to take that with you. So you might as well take care of that and then surrender. You know, she's, she's saying, okay, I am done with this and it's okay to be done with this. And I don't have to hold on to this anymore. I am choosing to go. I, I'm not choosing to make this a bad situation where they'll force me to go. I am choosing to go of my own accord. Um, the, this client of mine who's dealing with a loss of her mom, 
Um, she had to release her mom and realize it's okay to let my mom go. You know, um, it was, um, it was an illness that lasted for several weeks. And so there was a lot of, a lot of issues that happened and she had to release that. She also had to really work on forgiving herself because she felt like she didn't do enough, which is, was not true. She did everything that she could. And the, the surrender really came is coming from this idea of it's done. You know, you couldn't do any more. You did your very best. It's, it's done. And guess what? Your mom is still going to be with you. And so, uh, you know, she, she chose the, the sign of a cardinal because her mom loved cardinals and she's really checking in. And anytime a cardinal shows up, she just listens for her mom. Right. And, and she's connecting with her mom in that new and beautiful way. And then my client, you know, breaking up with her boyfriend, gosh, release was a really big one. And, and for her, it wasn't so much releasing him. It was releasing her from him, realizing that it was important to her to have that choice to say, okay, we're done, but I release myself from you and to forgive him, to forgive her, to forgive some outside sources that kind of force them apart uh, and then to surrender to whatever is next, you know, to be open and curious about what's, what's going to happen next. This is how we use this idea of extreme unction or last rites in our everyday so that, you know, we don't get to the end of our life and have to do that for our whole entire life, right? So the question for you today is what needs to die in your life? What are you holding on to that maybe was dead a long time ago and you need to release it? What is done, but maybe you still have bitterness inside you for? And how can you be more open and curious about what's next for you? Okay. All right. So that's more than one question, few, few questions, but that, that'll really get you going. So do, do a review and see, you know, are you holding on to anything dead? Are you coming upon a transition where, uh, you know, you can finish well and you can let that die well before you move on. Right. Um, you have control over these transitions and you can make going into the future a very beautiful thing. You know, I, I see this meme around all the time here in, in where I live in the middle of Michigan. Uh, the, the, the trees are changing. They're, it's fall time. Uh, I always say my favorite color is October because in October all the leaves change and it becomes just a, a really vibrant, uh, beautiful thing. And one of the memes that comes out all the time is, you know, the, the trees are going to show us how beautiful it is to let go. And really that's what this is about today is how can you use these three principles to let go well so you can receive whatever is coming to you from the future. All right. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, sending you big love, especially if you're in that time of transition. I get it. I've been there many, many times. Please let me know if I can help in any way. Okay. All right. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.